back at it again with another episode of Coffee Meets Cream. I'm your host, Phil the Philosopher, and I'm here with Larry the Bearded. My guy, how are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I know your scale on the... Say about a nine. Nine? Nine. Today was a pretty good day. What you do? Was out in the city, had a nice little lunch, uh, finally back to playing guitar, so played a little before. It was a good day. That's good. That's good. I would say I'm about an eight and a half. That's pretty good, too. Eight and a half. uh, You know, I did my work thing. You know, I took some time out to myself and I just chilled and just had quiet time and just enjoyed myself. You know, which brings us to our topic, self-love. So self-love. Yeah. What do you think about it? I got a lot of thoughts about self-love, honestly. Um, My main thought, Mm -hmm. the key, the cornerstone for me and and self-love, and this is something that I believe that everyone should adhere to, should know, should feel, think. No one out there cares about you. No one out there loves you. No one out there knows what you need, except you. So you got to love yourself first before you can take care of others. You got to take care of your needs first before you can serve the needs of others. You got to look out for yourself first, especially if you don't vocalize them to others, because no one knows what you're going through. So you got to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others and it, it seems all nice and good and plenty to just be you know i don't want to say subservient but you know be someone who who helps out of the people all the time but you're only doing a disservice to yourself if you're not helping yourself out from time to time yes and and, and i agree with you there's a lot that goes into self-love that I think that we don't do, or most of us don't do, right? We don't take the time out to talk to ourselves, not in a a crazy way, but positive thoughts, positive affirmations in the beginning of the day to start the day off right, right? Yeah. We have to do that where it's to a point where the way you start your day is the way you're going to end your day. And that dictates the way your whole day goes. And that turns into a mental thing. Well, the days can take some twists and turns, but I think you're right. You know, where you you set your mind to be is where your mind's going to stay. Exactly. And it's it's that positive affirmation as you put in the morning, the way that you start that helps you navigate through the rest of the day to end on a positive note then or end on a negative note if you start negative. Yeah, because, you, you know, we get these things that happen to us during the day, right? right. People tell you certain things. You take to heart what people tell you, and that changes your mood. We have to really change our mind of not caring what people say. Yeah. That's another thing that goes with it. You got you have the affirmation that you tell yourself in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. Then you move throughout the day. People will destroy your peace. You want to know why? Because people aren't you. And that's big. 
It's not the Jergens or the Vino <laughs> that you use. Well, that's just taking care of yourself. It's a little extra mile into yourself, you know. It's the extra mile. <laughs> but that that's a, that's an important piece of it. Like it's that is a, like as small and silly as it is, that's important to to make sure you pamper yourself a little like if you know that's going to benefit you, spend the extra $3, spend the extra $5. It doesn't have to be in everything. And it's, it's not about spoiling yourself. It's about treating yourself where you know you're going to appreciate it. And sometimes that's just being in the right mental space, like you said. Uh, to me, uh, another really important part of self-love, and it's, it's such a big, broad topic that it's so hard to cover, but we're going to try and parse through it as much as we can. But such an, uh, an important part of it to me is, it's like you said, reflective time, talking to yourself, meditation. That's big. That's meditation big. is tremendous for self-love. And it's it's less like home sitting around. And it's more just realizing where am I? How am I feeling? What am I experiencing right now? What's going on in my body? What's going on in my mind? Because you can't appreciate what's going on with yourself unless you take the time to really think about it and how can you love yourself if you don't know yourself bars bars if we had one of those sound boxes out of hit that hit when's the last time you meditated larry i actually believe it or not i meditate a few times a week and it's not like a very strict thing really i um i don't want to say a heavy meditator but you know, whenever I'm feeling really stressed or I feel like I just need to take a beat, especially at night when it's quieter, I'll just take some time and just sit and just listen, listen to the sounds that are going on around me, listen to my body, my breathing, my, you know, just what's happening and myself and just try and think about how I feel and what's am i anxious am i angry am i upset am i happy and it helps me realign and stay more focused i suppose on whatever it is that i have to you know encounter next so whether it's you know hey signing on for a podcast with you or tomorrow you know i gotta go to work and do this work project thing or you know we're preparing to have company over it helps me make sure that i'm in the right space to to tackle those things well you know i'm petty labelle and you know this i have never really meditated really? To, yeah i haven't i haven't taken the time to sit there and just you know figure out how i'm feeling so i'm guilty of not really taking care of myself you understand what i'm saying I would sit down and just think, but me thinking is everything that I have that's in my head got me bugging me out and just chill, but I really don't meditate. I don't listen to myself breathe. I don't do none of that. So I can tell you honestly Mm. that I'm lacking in the self-love department. Well, I'm no expert. I'm not, but this is something that I've been working on. And recently I was put on to this book. Uh, the body is not an apology mm-hmm. by Sonia Renee Taylor. Uh, by my we put wife. you onto that book. 
my wife, she's a very huge fan of this book. And it is literally called The Body's Not an Apology, The Power of Radical Self-Love. It's a full title. Just started, to be honest, like pretty much right before this. Uh, It's coincidental that this came up, honestly, because she just put me on it and said, you really need to read this before you talk to Phil. Uh, And, you know, I started it and I'm already seeing like there are some things that I've that I've already taken into account. There are some things that I've known, some things that I didn't know. But it's something that I've I've actively considered at least for a while. So I don't consider myself an expert at all, but like I'm cognizant of it. And I'll say this much, Phil. You got to take time out for yourself and like meditate. It's it it doesn't have to be a whole production either. And I think that's where a lot of people conflate it. Well, I agree with you. I agree with you. And you know, as I was doing my research on the topic, because you know, I did my research in advance mm. just to figure out exactly what we were going to talk about and how we were going to, you know, pivot on this. Because we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks that we were going to cover this. Yeah. And um, it, it ties into to mental health. Yes. And that was your strongest point. One of the things that I realized in me researching this was how toxic different things, the food we put in our body, Mm. how we feed ourselves, Mm. that stimulates ourselves, that, that, that puts us in that mood. That's one of the factors. A lot of us really don't know that, Mm. right? ending toxic relationships that could be someone that you love or it could be friendships it could you know if your wife is toxic and she's your wife it's hard to end that you understand what i'm saying but you have to have that conversation i I know some people who who came to that realization and they're bitter for it and I'm, i'm happy for them Absolutely. But, but that's an important point. Self-love is knowing your limitations too. Yeah. Um, because if if you're unaware of them, how are you ever going to know what you can and can't endure? Mm. And I think an important part of self-love overall too is knowing yourself. And I already brought up this point, but you, you can't know what you do and don't like if you don't know yourself and that's why i think meditation is so important because it's getting to know yourself a little better and it's being aware of it's the simple thing it's the simple act of just taking time to be aware of what am i feeling what did i go through today what did i experience and why do i feel this way and the why is the complex part but the simple parts are just what happened today and how do i feel now then you can kind of draw the correlation between, okay, well, me, I you know, was out in the city, had a little work assignment. We went out to lunch, came home, played a little guitar, ate dinner with the family. My day was a nine. I'm happy. I'm content. Well, why was it? I enjoy all those things, obviously. All right. Pretty good correlation. But on those harder days is when you really got to take time out, ask yourself what happened. What's the emotion I'm feeling now? And then draw the correlation between the events of your day and how you're feeling. And that's how you get to know yourself. 
Well, how does the harder days get harder? Like if it's something that you do on a regular basis, right? Huh. Work, eat, sleep, poop, you know, move on throughout the day. How does those days get harder from time to time? Because sometimes people really don't, if it's their regular routine and they break from that regular routine or they just do their regular routine, how does that day turn bad? Is it someone that influences the day? Or is it just, why am I keep doing the same routine all over again? I mean, that's probably what you got to ask yourself. You know, why do you feel that way? And that's the complex part. That's the part that we have trouble figuring out, it seems, because that's the part where we're making the connection between, okay, this happened. I feel this way. Why? That's the hard part to figure out. And that's why you constantly got to keep in check with yourself and know how you feel at given times to more closely align the why. If there had to be a checklist that everybody had to go through Hmm. a day, what would be the number one? And what's the top five that someone would have to check with, with themselves a day just to make sure they're okay. And mind you, people don't do this. There's a lot of people that don't do it. And there's a lot of people that are listening. Well, that are going through some shit. Once again, spoken from someone who's just trying to better themselves and right. not in any way, shape, or form an expert. But mm-hmm. it seems that the things that really work for me, for others, for anyone who I know in this this field that would consider probably the most important thing is. One through five now. Chronological yeah. um, order. Chronological order? Yeah. Well, order of importance or chronological, sir. What do we do? Or or well, uh step by step. Let's do order of importance. Okay, so what what's your question here then, Phil? You're all over the place. <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh I'm just saying, how would you start your day? How would you go through the steps during the day? Okay, so how to how do you go through the steps of knowing yourself throughout the day? It's the question. Right. Okay. right. How I go about it. And how you go about it, yes. I've shown improvement, I feel, from feeling like shit about myself from when I was teenager, young adult, to feeling pretty comfortable with myself now. It's just saying I've that. I've seen the change because I've known you from I wouldn't say a peewee, but I've known you when you had a full head of hair till now. You still kind of got a full head of hair. All right. So you you were with me probably one of the most stressful times of my life. Uh, Uh, When that's when you uh, you met me a little before that. And uh, that job we were in was just very stressful. And yes, I had more hair. You definitely did. You definitely did. That's why this topic matters. So I have been working on this and this has been an important thing for me. And this is why we've been discussing it. So, I, all right, I guess I do know a little bit about it. So how I go about it is um, I guess just waking up, trying not to think about the bad things that have happened and the bad things that could happen and just really focusing on what's happening right this moment. What do I need to do to just get going? First and foremost, not like what's going to happen throughout my day. I got to do this. I got to do that. There's no, I got it. There is no, 
I gotta when I first wake up because the only thing I gotta do is figure out this moment. Because I always try to leave myself a little extra time to collect my brain earlier in the morning. Because if I know I gotta be up early, you know what? I'll wake up an extra 15 minutes earlier just to collect my brain, collect my thoughts. Um, so really I start with trying to just figure things out and that's how I start. Then once I've figured out that, all right, this is what my day is going to look like and it's less, I got it. And more, here's what's going to happen. You feel me? Mm -hmm. It's not these needs that are plaguing me as much. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it happens. And like, sometimes you got to think that way, but if you try to reconfigure thinking into here are the things that I'm going to do, as opposed to here are the things that I need to do today. Some people will say like, oh, it kills your priorities, but I don't know. It helps me align more with this is my day and here's what it looks like. Yeah, I need to get stuff done, but it helps me fragment things better. It may not work for everyone, it may work uh, better for some people and worse for others, but I find that segmenting your day into what it's going to be versus what you need to do dramatically helpful that was a huge thing that changed my overall thinking mm, interesting um the next thing i do is just try and stay in that moment and try and stay in the moment of i'm brushing my teeth i am combing my hair i am making breakfast and thinking less about here's the next thing i need to do and more about here's the thing i'm currently doing and staying focused on that and then the next part, you know, you go about your day, you do all the things that you need to do and you try and be aware throughout the day, just at times, like this is annoying me. This is good. This sucks just in the back of your mind. And it's not something that you keep like at the very front or it's these little moments throughout the day where it's just traffic sucks back of your mind. I'm annoyed. Hmm. This coffee's really good today. I'm enjoying this. Those little itty bitty moments. And you just kind of keep them in the back of your mind so that when you collect your thoughts later on in the day, I guess step four, you kind of know what you went through and your day kind of feels like it's a collection of things that you did and how you felt about them. And then step five is just taking the time to think about all these things and reflect on them and draw the correlations. That's interesting. I hope that answers your question. It does. It does. Long drawn out format that it was. It it does. It does because it you're talking to a guy that goes from waking up in the morning, knowing what he has to do for the day, and just pushes through. Pushes through without any emotion, any feeling, and you know me forever. You know me to always have a smile on my face. You're a pretty happy-go-lucky guy, Phil. And, and I'd show no emotion to what hurts or if something's going on, I just smile because I feel like a smile is always contagious and it helps anybody else. I don't really care for myself. I just care for the people around me so they don't feel like shitty through the day or my attitude reflects on them. Like, I can care less about myself and care more about everybody else. And that happens. For me, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm this way, but I've always been this way. I always put myself second for some odd reason. 
And today, hmm. I just tuned into myself. Someone would call me, say, hey, do you want to come here with me? I would say, no. I just want to take care of myself. And today was probably one of many times that I did it because I knew we were shooting this podcast mm-hmm. and I read up on it and I was like, yo, I really have to do this. Let me try this, this one day. And guess what? I feel great. I feel marvelous. <laughs> it's like a baby that just learned how to walk. And so you took time out to listen to yourself. Right. But for me, walking through these streets daily, I've always had to be very precautious. Mm. Right. So I'm not looking for, I'm always on defense instead of all on offense. If you understand what I'm saying, I'm always mm. defensive, then more than just, you know, playing the field. So today was the day I really just felt it's not happiness because I'm a happy guy, right? right? But I felt at ease and I felt more accomplished. And I was like, yo, this makes a difference. One is what I put in my body. Did I, I drunk enough water today. <laughs> I had to, yeah, I'm hydrated, hydrated. That's a big thing. It, that makes you feel more energetic, more happy, right? You believe in yourself, believe in what you think, but don't believe in what everybody else thinks. Someone can call you with negative energy. You just don't, don't buy into it to say, hey, I understand. Let me, let me call you back. I'm, I'm taking care of some business, hmm. right? You know, you have to push these things to the side sometimes. To handle yourself because someone would be selfish enough to call you and just like transfer of energy, give you that bad energy, right? I'm not wrong. Well, sometimes you know, being a good friend is accepting that, but you also got to know when can you accept it and when can't you accept it? Because sometimes, you know what, I'm feeling good about myself. I can accept this bad energy now and help my friend out. Mm. But like you said, you knew you reached a limit. You said, I can't. Mm. You ready, ready for the next one? I am. Stop comparing myself to other people. Ooh, that's a big one. Yes, yes, yes. Like uh, in the beginning, not really in the beginning, like spoke to you midday. I compared myself to you because you had more beard than me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but no, nah, big and serious, it's comparing yourself to other people, trying to feel like, oh, they're in a better position in life than I am. How come I didn't get there? That type of thing. You understand? That's, that's big. Uh, that's people really do that all the time. Yeah, people do that all the time. But I wonder, how did we get to the point where we can compare ourselves to someone else and be like, how come I'm not like them? 
I was just having this discussion with someone else and you know what it is? It's, it's this validation and Mm. it makes us feel good about ourselves to put other people down because Mm. we feel like, Oh, I'm better than them because you feel Mm. like, you feel like, like you said, you can compare and you have something that someone else doesn't have. So whether it's, you know, things like your, the amount of money that you have, the kinds of clothes that you wear, the the objects that you own, like, Mm it's these things that you can use to to compare and say i'm better than them and even if somehow objectively you are better than someone else which is i don't know what you can objectively be better and i guess oh fucking words per minute when you're typing or something something stupid i don't know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what good does it do putting someone else down about that sure wasted energy sure and the sooner you can realize that about yourself is the sooner you can start to block all that out. And it's not easy to do. And it's not something that we're programmed to do. But helps me. As a society, how did we get there? Like, if we're all, when this is not a communist country, so we'll never be all the same where it's a pay the pay scale will all be the same. No one's better than another person. Hmm. But how did we get to the point where it turns into jealousy? Because nonetheless, if you think about it, I'm better than them is you're jealous of them. That's a good point. Why is this one of the things? And it makes us unhappy. Because humans want what they can't have by nature. Mm. And when we see someone else that has something that they can't have, we will then validate ourselves by saying, well, at least I have this. You know, she's got a diamond ring. Uh, Well, at least I have this cubic zirconia necklace, or at least I have these Louboutin shoes. You know, you'll say the things that make you feel good about, I have them, they don't, or I possess this, they don't possess that. I can sing they can't she may have the diamond ring but i can sing or we we make these correlations these comparisons like i said just to to feel better about ourselves and the things that we really want you know who is a big example of self-love that we haven't realized and she gets bad criticism sometimes, and she gets good criticism sometimes. Obviously, it's a woman, because I told you this is she. Mm. Lizzo. Yes. Lizzo. I love Lizzo. Lizzo speaks truth to power. Oh, Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah, she's uh, vegan. Did she turn vegan? She turned, she's been vegan. Since when? For a while now. Do you follow her on Instagram? I do follow her on Instagram. You see all the vegan stuff she makes. Mm. She makes some good looking stuff. Like ah. she makes being vegan look fun almost. Almost. Ah. Almost look fun. Almost. Almost look fun. But Lizzo, Lizzo got a lot of shit for things that she was doing, twerking at, at a basketball game. But she was being herself. Mm. And Lizzo is like, the epitome of like fuck everybody else i'm gonna do me yeah and it turned it's attractive it's confidence yes 
Confidence com- is sexy. Yes. In mm-hmm. men, we call that BDE. What's that? Are you not familiar with this term, Phil? No, I am not. Put me on. Put me on to it. Put me on. BDE stands for big dick energy. Oh, 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 oh. I, everybody, I haven't been outside too long, so I didn't know. Uh, Larry, thank you for putting me on. And I, I get that. I get that. I appreciate you for that one right there. So BDE is this notion that uh, you are completely confident in who you are and you're not going to let anyone else bring you down. And quite frankly, she may not have one, but Lizzo, she got that BDE. Mm, mm, mm. Maybe we could tweak it for her and make it big diva energy. That makes sense. I was she's not really ask you. a diva. No, she's but, a diva. No. She's no, a diva. Divas, I feel like are like needy. Nah, I don't. I don't look at divas being needy. I look yeah. like, yeah, I look like if she's a diva, she's just her strut, her mood. Th- that that part of diva, she definitely is. She she's definitely not the needy diva. Maybe it's a multifaceted diva. I don't. But think, but think about it like this: she crosses off everything on the list. She does. She's not in a toxic relationship. She feeds her body well. She's mm-hmm. vegan. Right, she does work out. She positive affirmations to herself, and she doesn't look at anybody else as she horned in on herself. Give herself that compliment. So she is the ultimate example of someone who knows what they need and listens to themselves. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't present all of that unless you did. Right. You can't present that unless you listen to yourself. You you just can't. One thing I wanted to touch on with self-love was finding something to be grateful for in your life. Because, you know, we always have ambition to want more, and that's not bad. But if you have something there that other people don't have or whatever be grateful for what you have and just appreciate it on a day-to-day basis what are you grateful for phil you know it, it's a, it's a double-edged sword it's, it's actually two things i'm grateful for right one of the things i'm grateful for is my wife mm. she's a gem i i am very grateful for my wife she is how can i say she's not perfect but in my eyes she's as perfect as a diamond she's perfect for you phil and that's what we want we don't want perfect we want perfect for me and that's exactly what she is more important because i don't want the i don't want someone else's definition of perfect no I want want, exactly the second thing I'm grateful for is my father. If my father is the person that I strive to be like, because he's probably the strongest man that I know. And my biggest competition, because I would always (laughs) want to be better than my father. You understand how hard that could be? Yeah, that's big shoes to fill. My dad is like a my superhero. 
And who beats a superhero? I've never found his kryptonite. The man is <laughs> tough as nails. And I appreciate him. Well, that's part of the equation. No one what you're grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 amazing. How about you, man? What are you grateful for? I actually think about this a lot. Uh, because I'm lucky. Honestly, like I'm a lucky guy. I have fantastic wife, very supportive, very supportive, loving family, and now extended family via my in-laws. They're both excellent. I actually don't hate my in-laws. I love them. They're great. They're fantastic. But most people, oh my in-laws. My in-laws are great. Fantastic people. Love having them over dinner. So amazing. I got a house. I got a pretty decent job. I got a wonderful child. I don't know if I mentioned her, but say it again. She's great. Uh, I have an adorable cat. Oh, your cat. I love my cat. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have a lot of good things in my life. I am super lucky, and I'm grateful that I have all these things. I try to never take them for granted. A lot of people don't have these things, and I'm, I'm a lucky guy. I got great supportive friends. I got you, Phil, who says, you know what, Larry? I believe in you. Let's do a podcast. You know, just I got a good group of people around me, and I, you know, part of it is like you build these things but part of it is keeping them and personally i feel like keeping them involves not taking them for granted so you got to be grateful and cognizant of it a lot because once we take things for granted that's when we lose them you know i i didn't i didn't say this but you're right uh you actually came to me and said you know Phil, and you said it like this, you know, Phil, uh, you, you, you got a great voice for podcasts, you know, it, we, we, you should do that. And then, you know, I toyed with it a little bit and I was like, well, hey, Larry, you know, I can't do just like a single man show. It's, it's not going to work. I have to have a conversation with somebody. I want you to tag along. We can't all be Kevin Samuels. We can't all Kevin Samuels. We're not getting into that now. We're not getting into Kevin <laughs> Samuels. That's gonna that's gonna be something else. That's something else. But that's something else. But no, you're I, right. You're right. You're completely right. You you encouraged me and supported me to doing something that I wanted to do but didn't know how to do and you came to me and was like hey you should do this and you put you put a battery in my back and you asked me every week for about two months because oh when's your podcast coming out i knew this was something that you you had toyed with you wanted to do and i saw it and i'm like gotta light the fire under his belly gotta (laughs) light the fire why it has to be under my belly (laughs) Under your butt, I don't know, wherever it is. Kind of like the fire, though. And you did that. And I, ironically enough, you were, I told my wife, and she was like, Larry's right. You got to do this. So when are you going to start? Well, see, this was something that you knew you wanted to do. 
Oh, absolutely. You paid attention to that and you said, you know what? This is going to be good for me. And this absolutely. is a little act of self-love for you. Absolutely. And if I, you know, I've said before, and as much a co-host as I am, I'm, I'm just alone for the ride. This is something you had a burning desire to do. But, and I just love talking to you, Phil. So like, I was more than happy to join in. It's the fire and desire, my friend. <laughs> so let me ask you a pretty loaded question then, Phil. A loaded this is, question. This is a, a 180 from the gratefulness and the gratitude and the, the happy-go-lucky, but I feel like it, it should be addressed so that we can fully understand and encapsulate the whole idea of self-love. All right. How do you feel about yourself? And what's one thing you really don't like about yourself? All right. You are definitely right. This is a loaded question. Mm-hmm. So the first part is, how do I feel about myself? Mm-hmm. I am, I'm okay with myself. I wouldn't say I'm satisfied. There's always room for improvement. I feel as if, I can be a better communicator. I can be more ambitious. I feel as if I'm ambitious, but I, I'm I'm not I'm not ambitious enough. Like I'm missing something. I feel as if I probably dropped the ball on many ideas that I had and I didn't execute on because I was afraid. You're an idea guy. Yes. I job with that. I'm an idea guy. But I think I fear too much and I don't take risk. With risk comes reward. So because of my fear, I don't, I don't believe I could be as successful. And I think one of the things that I have to change with myself is fear. The fear to fail. The fear to fail is my biggest thing that ho- my biggest anchor that holds me back. Hmm. I don't believe. I always go with the safest bet. And if I didn't go with the safest bet and be more aggressive with life, I think I'd, I would have been farther. But because I fear so much, it holds me back. Now, one thing that I realized today is life is rented. We don't own it. Hmm. Interesting insight. And when I made that realization, I have a lot of things I have to change with myself in order to be more successful, more happy with self. Because be honest, I feel as if I'm a great man, I could be a great leader. I'm the man of the people by the people. I could be the mayor of a neighborhood if I wanted to. But I hold myself back with fear. I hope that answered the question. I think that answers it pretty well. And uh, I I think just in response to that, um, 
anything that we feel we need to change, I personally feel like it is something that we should change from a desire to improve ourselves as opposed to a desire to satiate others. So I hope, Phil, that your desire to change your fear and risk-taking comes from within to help yourself as opposed to trying to satiate what others may think of you. So that's, that's an important aspect of self-love is realizing that there are things that we may not like about ourselves, but wanting to change them for you. You don't do things for anyone else. You do them for you. You don't make those changes for anyone else. You don't pay attention to your own needs for anyone else. You pay attention to them for you, for your own growth, because you're living your life. Not anyone else. Same question for you, Larry. Uh, feel okay okay about myself there's definitely things i totally would have changed i think i've navigated things pretty well and i i have a tendency to fall ass backwards into situations and i have a really good way of talking my way out of sticky situations and into fortunate ones so i feel pretty good about that and you know i guess my biggest both regret and things i feel like it uh change about myself is I wish I were more disciplined and realized how important it is to to be on top of things when I was younger and carried that throughout because I'm organized ish I'm not as good as I could be I'm definitely not disciplined with my eating I'm definitely not disciplined with my health you know I don't stay on top of that as much I understand the ramifications to it, how dangerous they could be, drinking too much, eating too much. But I'm not disciplined enough to, to really stay on top of that. Recently, I've, you know, slightly higher cholesterol and stuff. All right, these are things I need to change now. And it's coming from a place where I want to be around my child. I want to be around, I just want to be in better shape. And it's coming more from a place of, you know, I want to change it and I don't want to be pressured by anyone. Um, so to answer your question, I feel okay. And I wish I were more disciplined. That's, uh, that's pretty good. actually. It's pretty good. And, and I want that for you, actually. I want you to, to gain that sense of uh, discipline, especially with the Packless room. And, uh, you know, change your eating habits, uh, that sort of thing. I got to the empanadas. That's the main thing. Then the yeah, You love empanadas and you love beef patties. Any kind of savory pastry. I am mm. just. Mm, desserts, huh? No, savory pastries. Beef patties, samosas, empanadas, calzones. You wrap up <laughs> cheese and meat inside of some kind of a savory pocket of pastry. I'm all about it. <laughs> Croissants. How about the drinking? I don't need it. I just like alcohol. You and everybody else. Man, it's just delicious. It's, it's, it's like an upper. 
It's not a downer. It's an upper. I yeah. I don't. I don't use it as a crutch. I try not to, but yeah. you know, uh, I I just enjoy like ah nice bourbon ah mm. delicious beer, and then you feel good after it. It's like ooh, what a plus side to that. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what's your what's your drop off or your how we would uh, uh, a good note you would leave the people off with today would be what i'm gonna circle back to the beginning and say uh the most important part of self-love is just knowing who you are knowing your limits knowing what you like what you don't like the most important part of self-love period full stop is knowing yourself that's it like you can't get any further without knowing yourself at all you got to start there because you can't improve what you don't know. You can't love what you don't know. You can't hate what you don't know either. You got to start by just knowing yourself and the rest of it will begin to fall in line. What about you, Phil? Leave it all on the table. Leave no regrets. Do what you feel is right. Make yourself happy. I know that life is what you make it and don't think about what you get from it. Life is rented and you don't own it. Make yourself happy while you're here and don't regret it when it's done. Beautiful. And on that note, this is Coffee Meets Cream. Good note to end on, Good note. <laughs>